0: Hello and welcome back to this episode of High Yield Podcast of Medicine. In this episode, we will discuss abuse of inhalants and performance-enhancing drugs such as anabolic steroids. Before I provide a typical case formulation for for inhalants abuse i want you to think of inhalants as the type of drug of abuse with some identity disorders and by that i mean they have some sedative, some stimulating and some hallucinogenic properties but the most important thing to be able to differentiate an inhalant abuse is the common symptom manifestation or case formula what is a typical case of inhalant abuse Think of a teenager with anorexia, nasolabial rash, decreased deep tendon reflexes or sensor exam. No drugs paraphernalia has been found and the symptoms are usually of short duration. The parents indicate that there is no drug paraphernalia why is it usually the case because inhalants are common household substances True or false loss of consciousness is not possible with inhalants that's false altered mental status of any level is possible even though it's usually short-lived It is possible to have loss of consciousness and this can happen even with short-term or low-dose abuse contrary to sedative hypnotics that require long-lasting or high dose for loss of consciousness. What are the three major categories of inhalants that are abused? Certain anesthetics, industrial solvents, and organic nitrates. Can you give some examples? Examples include glues, shoe polish, toluin, gasoline, lighter fluid, Nitrous oxide spray paints. We mentioned both sedative and stimulant symptoms are possible with inhalants, but what is their dominant effect on CNS? Most are considered CNS depressant, and this can manifest with slurred speech, dizziness, and altered levels of consciousness. What's the usual maximum duration of symptoms in the case of inhalant abuse? The symptoms usually last less than one hour. What is the explanation for transient or short-lived symptoms? Because these substances are lipid soluble and therefore they cross blood-brain barrier quickly what are the most dangerous inhalants being abused? The most dangerous ones belong to the category of volatile hydrocarbons due to their CNS and cardiac side effects. True or false, inhalants are rarely lethal. That's false. Inhalant abuse could be associated with mortality. What's the cause of mortality? mainly arrhythmias, seizure, inebriation with choking or asphyxiation. I don't want to discuss the chemical details of inhalants but you would like to remember there are three categories of volatile hydrocarbons including aliphatic ones or the ones that are not cyclic, the aromatic ones that are cyclic, and then the halogenated or fluorinated compounds. Can you give examples of the aliphatic ones? Gasoline, butane, propane gas, mineral seal oil. What about aromatic or cyclic compounds? You can think of benzene, industrial solvents, and toluene. And how about the halogenated ones? You can think of carbon tetrachloride or frail gas. There are acute and chronic clinical presentations of inhalant abuse. What are the acute symptoms? There are neurologic, GI, cardiovascular and respiratory symptoms. The neurologic symptoms include tremor, disorientation, headache, hallucination and slurred speech. The GI symptoms include abdominal cramps, nausea and vomiting, Cardiovascular symptoms as one of the leading causes of death and mortality includes arrhythmias and respiratory symptoms include wheezing and coughing. What are the chronic symptoms or signs of inhalant abuse? Psychiatric symptoms, weight loss and anorexia, cerebellar dysfunction, peripheral neuropathy, and cognitive impairment. Now, what is the proposed mechanism for peripheral neuropathy in the case of long-term inhalant abuse? It's usually due to vitamin B12 deficiency. Now, diagnostic criteria for inhalant intoxication require requires at least two of the five signs to be present. What are these five signs out of which two is mandatory to be present for the diagnosis of inhalant intoxication? One is nausea, two is anorexia, three is nystagmus, four is depressed reflexes, and five is diplopia. You can remember it by AND. A-N-N-D-D. Anorexia, nausea, nystagmus, depressed reflexes, diplopia. It's important to remember the behavioral changes possible in inhalant abuse, what are those behavioral changes. Please remember, impaired judgment, giddiness and euphoria, impulsivity, belligerence and even assaultiveness are all possible. What is the special rash seen with the inhalant abuse? The glue sniffer rash. It's an eczematous rash around perioral or nasolabial areas. Put it simple, if you have an anorexic teenager, With behavioral problems and presence of nasolabial rash, the diagnosis is inhalant abuse. What are the organ damage seen in inhalant toxicity liver damage bone marrow suppression and immunosuppression peripheral neuropathy seizure and delirium true or false withdrawal symptoms are common with inhalant abuse that's false we usually don't see a withdrawal syndrome with inhalant abuse now that said what is the most known cross tolerance of inhalants always remember they have strong cross tolerance with GABA active drugs such as sedative hypnotics. Now I want to go briefly through the associated clinical findings seen in each group or each individual inhalant intoxication. I will begin with the clinical findings. Methemoglobinemia is seen with what inhalant intoxication? With nitrate compounds. Polyneuropathy and megaloblastic anemia is seen with what inhaled substance? Nitrous oxide. Now muscle weakness, hypokalemia, metabolic acidosis and QT prolongation is seen with what inhaled substance? Toluene. Another important question. Signs symptoms of carbon monoxide poisoning is possible with intoxication of what inhalant? Methylene chloride. Where can we find methylene chloride? Methylene chloride is a volatile liquid that's found in degreasers, paint removers and several solvents. And if you're asked sudden sniffing death is seen with what type of inhalant abuse most commonly? That is halogenated compounds. So once more can you list the findings associated with toluene abuse muscle weakness hypokalemia metabolic acidosis and QT prolongation emergency personnel have brought a man who is in coma while his wife indicates that he was busy with some household renovation jobs and paint removal. Physical examination shows cherry red flushed skin. What do you expect the pulse oximetry to show? SAO2 is usually normal in carbon monoxide poisoning. What is the diagnosis? Methylene chloride poisoning. Always remember the metabolite of methylene chloride is carbon monoxide. What's the management? 100% oxygen or hyperbaric oxygen. A teenage boy with nasolabial rash has decreased deep tendon reflexes. Lab results show myoglobinuria and elevated creatine kinase. What is the diagnosis? Presence of nasal-labial fold rash in a teenager raises the suspicion for inhalant intoxication and presence of lab findings in favor of myopathy this is specifically seen with gasoline abuse. Now another inhalant intoxication is gamma hydroxybutyrate or GHB. What's its other name? It's called liquid ecstasy. To what specific category of abusive substance does does GHB belong? Gamma hydroxybutyrate belongs to club or rape drugs. What is the mechanism of action of GHB? Liquid ecstasy is a potentiator of GABA B receptor. Do you remember the pharmacologic use of sodium oxybate? That's the same as gamma hydroxybutyrate. It's medically approved to be used for the treatment of narcolepsy. In other words, it's a form of gamma hydroxybutyrate that's FDA approved for management of narcolepsy. True or false, sodium oxybate is not a controlled medication. That's false. It's still a schedule 3 controlled substance requiring extra paperwork for its administration. What are the symptoms of toxicity with gamma hydroxybutyrate? Respiratory problems, especially in the form of respiratory depression, seizure, coma, and death. Now let's briefly discuss a couple of the nitrogen-based substances of abuse among inhalants. What's their common clinical findings? Methemoglobinemia. What's the street name for nitrate inhalants? Poppers. What compounds are included in this category? Amyl nitrate and butyl nitrate. Why they are abused They have mild euphoric effect and are used to enhance orgasm. What is the mechanism that promotes their abuse during sex? Their vasodilatory effect. What are the side effects of nitrate inhalants? Logically, hypotension, but also drowsiness and nausea and vomiting. While nitrate inhalants such as amyl nitrate or butyl nitrates are referred to as poppers, we have another type of nitrogen-based inhalant called whippets in lay-term language. What are whippets? Whippets or laughing gas are the other names simply for nitrous oxide, N2O. Don't confuse it with nitric oxide, which is NO. True or false, poppers are inhaled anesthetics. That's false. Poppers are nitrate inhalants that have vasodilatory effects, similar to nitric oxide. However, whippets... Or nitrous oxide is the inhaled anesthetic. Why is it abused? It's abused for the sense of lightheadedness or floating that it creates. Once more, what are the common signs associated with nitrous oxide abuse, polyneuropathy, and megaloblastic anemia? What are important differential diagnoses to consider for inhalant intoxication? Acute intermittent porphyria, even its peripheral neuropathy and behavioral change lead poisoning again given the irritability and possible myalgia, stimulant abuse because of the possible weight loss, tremor and irritability and Wilson disease as well as SLE. Once more the important differential diagnosis considerations of inhalant abuse include acute intermittent porphyria, lead poisoning, stimulant abuse, And other abusive substances, Wilson's disease and systemic lupus erythematosus. Now let's move on to our final substance of abuse and that is hormones and anabolic steroids. Can you give examples of performance enhancing substances, male hormones, thyroid hormones, growth hormone and several stimulants? True or false none of the performance enhancing substances are available as OTC preparations that's false even certain male hormones, such as dihydroepiandrostrone or androstenedione, are readily available as food supplements. Can you give examples of anabolic steroids? Trembolone, boldenone, stanozolol, and nandrolone. can you remember trembling, bold Neanderthal. Trembolone, boldenone, and nandrolone. You of course remember stanozolol from pharmacology. True or false? anabolic steroids could be abused but they are not considered addictive substances that's false what's the mechanism behind possible dependence the psychological reinforcement that happens secondary to obtaining desired athletic results such as enhanced performance or appearance makes anabolic steroids addictive what's the scientific term for performance enhancing substance ergogenic So if you hear ergogenic substance, remember the list of performance enhancing substances we discussed. What are the common symptoms seen with anabolic steroids? Use euphoria, hyperactivity, anxiety, mood swings, violent outbursts and hostility. What's the road rage? This violent outbursts and hostility seen with abuse of anabolic steroids. Mention search and clinical findings or signs associated with anabolic steroid abuse. Decreased testicular size or reduced sperm count gynecomastia, acne, premature acceleration of male pattern baldness and plethoric complexion. What is the mechanism of gynecomastia? Excess testosterone that's converted to estrogen. What are the common lab findings seen on abuse of anabolic steroids? Decreases sperm count, decreased HDL, abnormal liver function tests and erythrocytosis. Remember if you are asked what's the mechanism of plethoric complexion of the Athletes abusing anabolic steroids as in part explained by the erythrocytosis which is induced by male hormones what are the complications seen among women who abuse anabolic steroids, clitoromegaly, hirsutism and menstrual abnormalities. What skin color change is possible with anabolic steroid abuse? Yellowing of the skin and sclera. What's the management? Management is psychotherapy. What is the medication that male athletes take for the management of their gynecomastia? and estrogen receptor modulators such as tamoxifen. Two final questions for our discussion of substance use disorders related to this last couple abuse substances. One is what is the management recommendation for inhalant abuse? Management is usually supportive including hydration with vital sign monitoring. This is in parallel with symptomatic management for example management of respiratory depression, arrhythmias, electrolyte abnormalities such as hypokalemia or use of antidotes if needed. Can you give examples of antidotes that could be used for management of inhalant abuse? For example for methemoglobinemia, we use methylene blue and O2 supplementation. For intoxication with leaded gasoline we use chelators the same agents that we use for lead poisoning. And a final case, we have an athlete with hyperglycemia, hypertension, swollen hands, joints, and muscle pain. What is the performance-enhancing drug that he is abusing? That's growth hormone supplements. What electrolyte abnormality you expect to see in this patient? Sodium retention or hypernatremia and this finishes our discussion of substance use disorders.